This is Podlight, a limited poetry of dust series, where for five weeks we will not only be hitting the reset button, but allowing the Lord to build us up anew from the ground up. Get ready to be refreshed, restored, and upgraded. Welcome to the Hard Reset. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. This year has been one of the toughest years of my life and one of the most trying in my faith journey. The plague of darkness has almost overwhelmed me on multiple occasions and I have had to claw my way into the light to find solace. However, One of the things that has brought me comfort and victory, that has been a constant friend and encourager, is the word of God. It is no wonder that the words of this children's song ring true, no matter what stage of life you're in. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. So we will discuss the dynamic power of prayer in next week's episode. But today, we're going to be talking about the infallible power in the word of God. I found three modes of delivery of this word that have been integral to my development in my faith walk. Scripture, sermons, and songs. I'm sure you've often heard it said that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. But permit me to add another side to this saying. A wordless Christian is a Christian without authority. So walk with me. A couple of weeks ago, I was driving home and as I was approaching my neighborhood, I was stopped by some policemen. If you live in Nigeria, especially Lagos, this would be a common occurrence for you. Anyway, I parked the car calmly and wound down the glass so that they could speak to me. During this entire altercation, I was calm and unbothered because I knew that I was carrying whatever documents they could possibly request for. I presented without hesitation. What of the vehicle license? roadworthiness, car insurance, it didn't matter what was asked of me. I had it all. I had no reason to be afraid because I had the legal right and authority to move around with my vehicle. The words on those documents and the stamps on them were proof that I had nothing to be afraid of. The policewoman could see through my demeanor that I wasn't one that she could pick on. So she quickly bid me goodbye and sent me on my way. As I continued my journey home, I could feel the Holy Spirit speaking to me that a lot of times, when the devil tries to harass us, we're not aware of what legal documents that are available for us, of those exceedingly great promises, those scriptures that grant us access, that open unlimited doors to us as long as we stock up on them until we overflow, as long as we search them out the bible does say that it is the glory of god to conceal a thing but the honor of kings to search it out we have to search the scriptures for that which pertains to us for that which is integral to our deliverance and dominion on this side of eternity the physical world that we can touch and see is governed by a spiritual world that we can only expertly navigate through the word of god as the spirit enables us I heard Pastor Dosun Arifalo say this at a conference sometime in September. 
and it stuck with me. She had just celebrated her birthday and there were lots of gifts that she had received. Some of them had been wrapped. She spoke about the fact that she might have had some pressing needs and that it was entirely possible that the supply of those needs could be found in those gifts. However, if she didn't do the work of unwrapping them one by one, she could never find out. Beloved, the word of God is like a gift given to you, wrapped but ready to be all that you would have it be, ready to be all that you would need it to be. The word of God is so wonderful, too wonderful for us to not unwrap it every single day. It was through this word that the world itself came to be. It is this same word that calls things that aren't as though they are. The kingdom of God is activated by the words that we speak even more so if it is taken directly from scripture. Occultic societies, idol worshippers, witches and wizards, they cast spells and use incantations. They have grimoires and shadow books with dark secrets as to how they can access dark power. And nine times out of ten, you can be sure that they are using words. So why is it that as Christians, we have the holy word of God, the sword of the spirits, sharper than any two-edged sword, living and active, greater than any other power, the word that the Lord honors even more than his name, and we don't use it. A weapon of warfare that is mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Why do we not speak the word first and worry later? I believe that it is possible to develop a healthy appetite for the word of God, to esteem it even more than your daily bread. For like David, our testimonies be that the word is sweeter than the honeycomb. It is important that we begin to see the word of God like food. Ezekiel 3 verse 3 shows how the prophet Ezekiel ate the scroll and not only that, filled his stomach with it. He remarked, it was as sweet as honey in his mouth. Which means that there is a dimension of sweetness to the word of God. You can eat of it and it will be enjoyable. It can nourish your bones, bring light to your soul, and illuminate your spirit with understanding and revelation. Verse 4 of that same chapter goes on to tell us what happened next. Speaking the word. It was only after he had eaten it, chewed on the cord filled his stomach with it that he could then speak it he could then reproduce it for it to bring out results hence like we are instructed in joshua chapter 1 verse 8 we must constantly keep the word of god on our lips meditating on it day and night so that we might do what it says only then can we be prosperous and successful if you see the word as food Create a structure around studying the word, around confessing the word, then soon you will begin to see it work. You can do this by scheduling reminders, which is something I've recently begun to do. To meditate on a scripture for like five minutes around the time that you take your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. It's important to start small so that you can sustain and then build upon whatever structures that you have set. If we don't need to be reminded to eat, if it is such an integral part of our physical well-being, then that same truth should translate to our spiritual 
well-being. If many of us take vitamins and supplements, drugs that are integral for our well-being, with scheduled times and reminders on our phones, then it is entirely possible for us to develop the culture of taking the medication of the Word of God at scheduled doses throughout our day. Initially, it will not be easy. Trust me, the devil will fight you. He will tell you that what you're doing is pointless. But remember that he is the father of all lies. And all he does is still kill and destroy. If he can't stop you from reading the word, he will choke it out before it even takes root. It's important then that we approach the word of God with the right attitude. That our mindsets are right. And as long as we are ready to hear, then God is ready to speak. As long as our hearts are open, then his light will illuminate our very beings. Meditation is an art that I myself am still learning. But the journey of a thousand miles must always begin with the first step. So pick any book in the Bible. I suggest starting with the Psalms. Read a psalm a day. You can divide the verses and dose them in three segments throughout your day. And then you must propose in your heart that whatever five to ten minutes you are giving to those scriptures must matter. You must repeat them over and over to yourself, focusing on every word, every line, so that the life-giving words of the Most High God will take root. And before you know it, things will start to change. I promise you, as believers, we must learn to confess that which the Lord says about us in his word. There is a law for confession, like Donald Lawrence boldly proclaims in his song, when you say what God has said, you turn things around for your favor. Faith confessions from scripture are an integral weapon that every believer must learn to utilize. This is one of the reasons that I am so thankful for the internet. Whenever I need to tailor a specific verse toward a particular mountain in my life, I just search the internet for scriptures that are related to that particular thing. Do I need speed? Then I decree that the hand of God is upon me to gather speed like it was on Elijah. Is there a huge mountain in my way? I speak to it and decree that it is made a plain by the Spirit of God. Am I lacking in fervor and hunger for God? Then I pray Psalm 27, 63 and 84 over myself until the fire of God begins to burn up within me again. Proverbs 18 verse 21 lets us know this eternal truth. That life and death are in the tongue. Hence, the future that you want to see can only be crafted through your words. Want to see it come to pass? Manifest as flesh before your very eyes? Then say it. Now, let us revisit the earlier quotes that we established at the beginning of this episode. And put together a spiritual equation that is foolproof. If a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian and a wordless Christian is without authority, then the reverse must also be true. That a prayerful Christian who is overflowing with the word is full of power and authority. That Christian 
becomes the type who commands the morning, who decrees a thing and it is established. He becomes the type that is wiser than his enemies, with more insight and understanding than his teachers, because the words of the Lord are always with him. Is it making sense now? Check out Psalm 119 to find out the multiple dimensions and benefits embedded in the word of God. You'll be glad that you did. Now, before we close out today's episode, it's important that I mention another two delivery methods of the word of God to your heart. Sermons. There is nothing like the word of God being rightly taught and divided. Nothing like having yourself equipped for every good work armed with the knowledge and spiritual intelligence to dominate on the earth. Hence, it is important that you find a Bible-believing church where the pastor submits wholly and fully to the final authority of the scriptures. I say this with all respect, that these days we have a lot more motivational speakers than we do actual teachers of the word. The word must be taught with scriptures. If not, it is just a cunningly crafted tale, created to cater to only your emotions and not your spirit. I'm so thankful for the multiple resources available right now where you can be spiritually fed and grow in your faith. So, prayerfully pick which teacher you will follow and determine to feed hungrily on the word. It's good to set targets for yourself. You can decide to listen to a sermon once or twice a week apart from Sunday. That way, your spiritual tank is always full. You will be better for it. And this brings me to my last point. Songs. You had to know that we were going to go there. After all, this is a Psalms, Hymns and Spiritual Songs podcast. I found that there is an excellence, an extra spice to a song when it is taken directly from scripture it's not something that you can describe with human terms all that you know is that it resonates with your spirit and stirs up a fire in you that cannot easily be quenched there are days in my life when i've played scripture songs permit me to use that term and i have just felt my life shift into newness hope begins to rise again i kid you not and it does the work of not only edifying you but renewing your mind, making you aware of the endless possibilities that are available for you in Christ. This week's playlist is not only packed with songs that elucidate the importance of utilizing the word of God as an important weapon. It also involves songs that are faith confessions for you at whatever season of life you might be. They will push you to study the word of God for yourself and have you bursting with hope about your actual reality as a child of God. They will spur you to action and encourage you to take bold steps. Songs are a huge weapon in our hands and the more you sing, the greater the effect. Sometimes it might be difficult to even pray or speak the word. On days like these, you can sing. Trust me, even your songs are a prayer, and they are powerful. Beloved, it is God's will that we utilize this mighty sword that he has bestowed upon us. He has knighted us 
with a weapon that even the devil cannot refute. Even though the heaven and the earth may pass away, only the word of God will remain. Even though the grass may wither and the flowers may fade, the word of God stands forever. You can take the word of God to the bank. It doesn't matter what the world says. Listen to the word. Read it. Speak it. Sing it. Just use it. Because it will always be enough. Systems upgrade successful. If you made it this far, congratulations. There's a brand new systems update downloaded straight into the hard drive of your spirit. Want to try it out? Just listen to the carefully curated playlist of songs embedded in the description box of this episode. It will be guaranteed to make your Christian walk run even more smoothly. And don't forget to follow us on our social media handles on Instagram at Poetry of Dust Podcast and Twitter at Poetry of Dust Pod. There's even more of this to come. Okay, talk to you next week.